Hello, everybody. How are you? Hope all is well. Welcome to another episode. Once again, we're sticking with Marcus Aurelius's meditations. Randomly open to page 37 today. This is a short quote. I like this one a lot, so I will provide some elaboration. And uh, we're looking at number two on page 37. Here it is. He's telling himself, no random actions, none not based on underlying principles. So the first thing I want to say here is he's not saying no random actions ever, right? So he's not saying necessarily, although maybe he meant this, I'm adding this interpretation. It doesn't say no random actions ever, which is to say maybe there is a time and a space for some randomness, right? It's funny because this actually reminds me of a conversation I was having with a friend of mine recently, like how there are a lot of benefits to having sort of like a program in life or like setting up a program for yourself in various aspects of your life to avoid, not only to avoid randomness or acting at random, but just to keep yourself organized, right? I think for me, at least one of the things that makes me feel the most, uh, like the most joy makes me the happiest. It makes me like the most fulfilled is kind of setting up a program, sticking to it, creating an aim, creating a goal, habits that sort of populate that. And I kind of get like a sense of momentum from that, right? And a lot of that starts with the idea that I'm not acting at random. Like I wake up in the morning, I know what I'm going to do, right? If I'm lucky enough to wake up, I kind of have an idea about that, right? So there isn't a sense of like waking up and going, oh, what am I doing today? I kind of know that already. And I think for me, that's been super helpful. And I was even thinking just walking to work today from my car to the building, which is like not far at all. Um, one of the first things I do in the morning after I usually record, get some coffee, is I just sort of do a bird's eye view of the day. So it is basically a to-do list, but it's a little bit more than that because it's organized for like before work, during work, tasks associated with work, then after work stuff I want to get done. And it kind of makes me ask the question, like, how should I organize my day? And then I get used to that and I end up having conversations about right? What are some big goals for this month? Or how do I even want to treat this quarter, right? So these three months, what are some ideas I'd like to get down in my writing? So I'm not encouraging randomness because I also think like the world and the universe and other people will do that enough. So will I, right? I'll have a random thought occasionally, of course, right? Um, But I think the more we deliberately sit down with how we spend our time, how we take action, um, we decrease the randomness. And I think through that, we kind of find a sense of purpose. Um, Again, we have to be deliberate about creating our habits and all that. And even that is a practice, right? So Marcus, as we've said, right, is doing these meditations clearly as some type of writing practice that was therapeutic for himself, that was helping him create a sense of peace and joy. And a lot of the stuff in the book, and this is something Gregory Hayes mentioned in the intro that I thought was interesting. And it's something I've picked up on in the past. And I've read other books about this book, um, a lot of this stuff is kind of negative, right? It's like, this is, was a place for him to deal with life's random chaotic misfortune, you know, negativity, right? This was not just a place where he was, um, let's say remarking positively on the world and on himself even. Right. So I think for me with this as well, like I'm imagining this is something he would sort of tell himself during the morning on like a busy day. Right. So just don't act at random, have everything today be purposeful and come in contact with that purpose and be able to articulate it. Even that's a really good skill to learn to ask that question, well, why am I bothering with this? Then really sitting with that for a little bit, right? Not just ignoring it. We don't want life to feel purposeless. We don't want life to feel meaningless. There's a great quote from Epictetus in um, 
the art of living. And we're definitely going to look at that book too, where he, you know, he pretty much remarks on this. He's like, life, according to him, doesn't have like any obvious meaning. Like, we have to make it, right? That's what, what a huge part of what philosophy asks us to do is like apply your rational thinking, use your time in a way that you can have an answer ready for that, right? Like, why are you doing the things you're doing on a daily basis? That's up to you maybe to cultivate that meaning and make it clear and not only make it clear to yourself, but also make it compelling to yourself. That's where the idea of a program comes in, right? So to be a little more systematic, programmatic about your life is to say you have a vision for your day that fits into a larger vision of who you are, who you want to be, and of your life. And also, I think, how you think the world should be, right? For example, if I'm teaching and I don't plan my lessons out, like I'm impacting the world in a, a less than optimal way. Right? I don't just go in and randomly do stuff. I mean, I think there's, and this is actually a good example too, to argue maybe that we want to create some space for randomness, right? Good teaching, I think, and learning, and I think good philosophy and good living, we encounter randomness and we also should make room for randomness because within that randomness, we might have some time for creativity, right? So I'm not saying nor do I think he's saying that we should never act at random at all or never leave space for it, right? But the idea, I think, again, if we just take the example of one day, right, have an underlying principle for what we do as a general rule throughout the day, I think, is a really good idea, right? Because I think even if things aren't random, they might just feel random if we don't sit and have that conversation with ourselves, right? So, like, for example, I think a good way to approach this or get something out of this maybe in terms of a practice is sit down with the things you do every day, you could probably think of a few off, you know, off the top of your head right now and try to cultivate a good reason, a good understanding of why you presently do them. And maybe think about how you could even expand that sense of purpose, right, to be even more meaningful for you. So what do you do every day and why do you do it is a great question. Epictetus also really suggests a great idea, which is like, don't just make a to-do list. Sit with each task for an extra couple seconds or a minute even or whatever, 10 minutes, and write about the purpose of the task. Not only that, but write about how you actually want to do it, right? I don't want to just record every day. I want to try to do that with, with you know, some enthusiasm, which is why I have my coffee, right? <clears throat> I've read this book dozens of times. I'm already kind of familiar with it. I'm prepared. I've taught it before. So I'm not just here randomly doing this. So my how is set up. I have a good how, I think. And my why is like, I think these thoughts could be helpful. As I said in other episodes, I miss teaching. So this is like the closest thing I could do to that right now. But ultimately, even the teaching, the purpose is never just because I like it. It's because I think what I'm doing is of of use to people. And that gives me a sense of fulfillment. And I think that's really an obligation of any anybody, period, but also of teachers and especially of philosophy teachers, right? Philosophy is, as the art of living, as Marcus is practicing it, is here to be of service to ourselves and so we could be of service and be helpful to others. That's a huge part of it, right? So again, for me, that sense of purpose, I, I you know, I kind of like I touch down on it on a regular basis. I'm always working to cultivate new aspirations. This podcast, one of them, right? To grow that sense of purpose. Maybe I could reach people with this podcast who, like, you know, former students who maybe want to keep learning, or they share it with people, or I can share it with other people now, and it becomes something good and bigger than what I what I've done in the past, right? And that's goodness, right? That's the real goal is to spread the goodness and try to do something that, that's good, that's true, that I'm proud of, right? Then the how is like, well, sometimes I'll do it in the morning. Sometimes I'll do it at night. I would like to you know, share as much as I can, but there will be days where maybe I can't sit and record. So on days when I'm free, I'll maybe record an extra episode or two, right? Just to keep it going a little bit. So that's the how. 
So we work in the flexibility as a way of dealing with randomness, right? Because sometimes, again, life throws you a curveball, and maybe sometimes you can't discern, or you can't figure out what the underlying principle is. But in terms of our own actions, I think, and that's what I think Marcus is saying here to himself, try to have that underlying principle, the underlying idea. It's useful, and it makes life more meaningful. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.